Yeah, so I killed Bukako from Steins Gate, which is my favorite anime series of all time. But then I've heard loads of arguments about whether the rep is good or not. And I haven't seen the show in a while. Um, I rewatched Steins Gate recently, and it's not bad. It's just kind of typical anime. I mean, it's, it's not the worst. Like it's anime, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. you all know what I'm talking about. You know, and there's certainly that stance in the community about her it's not fun but like I guess it's okay because I mean even amongst close friends she's still awkward mentioning it mm. and like that whole thing about like oh if, if my mom like ate vegetables at all which sounds really pseudoscientific at all but I feel like you kind of fall into that where you're like I'll just I'll take anything I'll, I'll take fucking magic please yeah. something like, fix this problem you know yeah. um, and then I haven't gotten far enough in I'm only on episode 23 of season 1 but um is it Uranus and Jupiter? Uh, Uranus and Jupiter, right? Yeah. They're like the lesbian couple that the dub they are made into <laughs> cousins because yeah. in the US, you know, gay isn't okay, but incest is fine. Yeah. Um, so, they're, yeah. They've changed it in um, the new... They, they've basically redone the dubbing of Sailor Moon now for the new one. I, ha- I think it's... Crystal. Yeah. And apparently... They're doing it right. Oh, They're doing thank God! Right. Oh, hell and, yeah. and 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 apparently, um, you know, the entire squad of lesbians that later appears that they didn't the... actually do in the anime from the nineties, but it's in the manga. Uh, no, I haven't read. The yeah, manga. there's like a good like I think it's like four lesbians who appear as well Beautiful. later on. Is it like the Starlight Warriors? Yes, later yeah. on. Oh, de- oh my god, I saw them. Yeah. They are in the anime, I think, because I saw like their transformation scene in the anime, and it looks like the 1992 one that I'm watching. Yeah, I believe I, think they do, I right? believe they're lesbians. Oh my god, I mean, to be honest, they give les dog vibes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I stand. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Goals. Um, well, um, that is nice to hear, Faye. Um, <laughs> have you got any other characters in mind, or was that all you had? Uh, it, it was all I up with I, I don't really know of many at all I'm, I feel stupid for not thinking about Princess Bubblegum with Marceline it's like what really I'm surprised you, know? you didn't come up with Todd from Bojack Horseman as well oh shit, shit. I uh, that Bojack makes sense Horseman. yeah no he's ace uh, yeah he is god damn it oh, I should have come up with that this this Which this suppose, yeah, this so. might be a silly idea but hear me out I don't know because like I'm big into Star Wars mm-hmm. right Technically, the Jedi aren't allowed to, like, you know, have relationships. But does that make them asexual, or is it more no, like... that's more know? like... That's no, celibacy. That's celibacy. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. I, okay. I mean, it hasn't stopped also, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Almost, yeah, almost <laughs> every goddamn Jedi, even in the in the books, Luke has a kid. Yeah. It, it oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Essentially, like, this is a really annoying confusion thing people have. Celibacy is something that somebody else tells you to do asexuality is the way you are entirely yeah actually i want to just bring up something because that popped into my head um this is gonna be weird um one of my relatives who's now dead um he prided himself in the fact that he had never had sex and he never gave a reason and i was always like did he want to become a priest? And they were just, all my family were just, no, he just never had sex. He never found the right person. And now I'm like, was he ace and just didn't like have 
the wording because he was, you know, in his 90s. Hmm. Hmm. I have heard stories like that, actually, of people who, like, mention it and they're, like, 70-year-old granddad. It's like, oh, my God, that's me. What? Yeah. That happens. Good bit. Oh, I, I, I've just been researching. Uh, SpongeBob is ace. According in according to an interview with Steve Lindbergh in 2002, SpongeBob was neither gay nor straight, but in fact asexual. Oh. That, uh, that is because Sponge, he's Sponge, but Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like there's a few there's a few cartoons that you could probably think. Well, hold on, they don't have any like relationship going. Potentially, there is some sort of asexuality there. Um, nothing springs to mind now, but I mean. You know, I mean, uh, there was that whole argument that oh, uh, Sherlock is ace, but yeah, he's shown romantic interest in many people. So yeah, sure. And also, that was it was taken over by a, uh, even with BBC with a uh, Mark Gatiss and Stephen Moffat and a uh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. But I actually I think the topic of asexuality in in TV is definitely a podcast worthy issue in itself um that perhaps we could get onto. Uh however, just to move things along with regard to uh characters, I did want to come to you, Eliza, because it sounds like we've gone for the same person. Um but why don't you go ahead and yeah <laughs> well why don't you go ahead and explain your choice then? Uh the, the beautiful Captain Holt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely and his yeah wonderful husband Kevin. Mm-hmm. And the yep. dog that has, even though he keeps appearing in the new season, and I'm like, that's not Cheddar. Oh, don't get me the dog started. Played Cheddar isn't. But um, reason why I love Captain Holt as representation is when it happens, it was like, how did you not know? And it's small, tiny, like not significant hints around yeah. the room, just normal decor that hint that he is gay and then from that point on it's never really said like it's it, besides like i was discriminated against in the 80s mm. and he talks about the discrimination he had for being a black homosexual police officer in new york in the 80s yeah um and and it, it it doesn't it doesn't define him again. It, it's um it's a case of you know this is just an aspect of his character. And I think what we notice with a lot of Netflix shows and just like a lot of modern TV shows in a way is that any form of inclusion of an LGBT character can feel somewhat forced. I think personally, anyway. I, does anyone agree with that? Do, I mean, where Holt's concerned, I, I don't feel that at all. Um, there is this weird kind of middle ground where if you tell the people too quickly that the character is of a certain sexuality you're just trying to shove it in there but if you wait a while mm. and let let them know subtly later on then you're just trying to throw yeah. it in at last minute so there's a weird kind of a lot of people don't like it regardless and just yeah i don't know what, mm. where my point was going with this but just let characters be characters like like you would any other piece of information about them it can be revealed yeah. whenever yeah no I'm, I'm hearing you yeah I, I, I think um, sorry what were you saying Faye uh, I'm just thinking maybe it's like a more a wider cultural bias where if somebody's straight it's just oh okay yeah the story happens mm. you don't consider it but because they are you know, they are a minority group yeah. then suddenly you start considering oh but what about the representation of this and that whereas with like straight people or cis people in you know, a text. It's just, oh yeah, okay, they're just the person. 
I just move on. You don't even consider, well, how was like heterosexuality yeah. represented? How was, um, you know, being cis represented? With, with that consider... topic, can I actually bring up, it's not even a character. It's an entire show. Right. Okay. Pose. Oh, I, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I don't watch, unfortunately. To watch it. Every character is either black, Latino. They are all transgender, lesbian, bisexual, gay, entire. It is literally talking about ballroom culture in New York at the height of the AIDS crisis. It is wonderful. It's based loosely on Paris is Burning. Unfortunately, it is done by the guy who made Glee. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's, always it's actually really good. Like Billy Porter as Pray Tell is amazing. You have okay. Who's gonna do it? Well, I can't do it. I mean, you can. <laughs> okay, you can't you? Yes, but not backwards. From five, really? I'm I'm really bad at counting backwards. Five, oh. four, three, two. Welcome back to LGBT Unoya. Joined, as always, by me and Aoife and. Eliza and Faye, and today, I mean, we took a bit of a break last week, but we're back at it today. We're going to be looking at something very interesting. I'm actually really looking forward to this episode. We're going to be looking at positive LGBT representation in film and TV. We've picked out character or characters, uh, plural, because there are a few, and we're basically just going to talk about characters that we like and characters that, you know, we feel are positive representations. I think what I'll do, guys, is I'll just go around... Well, not clockwise, because I can't see where you guys are actually sitting. But, like, I'll just come to each of you individually, and, um, yeah, we'll just go from there. So, uh, yeah, we all have um, characters in mind, hopefully. I think I'll start with... Can I start with you, Aoife, if you don't mind? Um, Because I'm wondering... I I don't know if we've picked the same one or not. But, anyway, let me hear... I have... What you've got? A few written down. Um, Okay. Big one, Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Interesting, interesting. I had to bring her up. Um, even like she's by, but oh yeah, were we supposed to do ones that were what we are? Or no, 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 no. You okay. didn't, you, they don't have to be specific to to yourself. But it, I mean, if you relate um, to them, it probably helps. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah what? Then, so let's start with Rosa. Why Rosa? Um, it's just uh, she's by, in mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. It's just like a really, I, I find it as like a realistic representation of the kind of like. She's she's not a bi character. Well, she's a bi character, but her character isn't that she's bi. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't it doesn't define her, right? Yes. No. And yeah. what what actually happened was it was up until was it last season there was uh, no was real mention. two three seasons ago, maybe I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure. It literally mm. happened because she started dating someone and one of the characters was like, oh, who's the lucky guy? And she's like, no one. And she wouldn't tell anyone. And then at the end, it was like, it's a woman, okay? I'm bought. Mm. And it was like, oh, okay. And she was like, Jesus. I, like, she actually was like, I was really afraid of like saying it. And everyone was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. And it was just kind of a nice way of seeing it happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I- ironically, my character is also from Brooklyn Nine Nine, but it's not Rosa. Um, I'll get onto mine in a moment. But if uh, you wait, might wait, have wait, more wait, than Brian, Brian, yes, yes, that means yes. we have the same character. <laughs> okay, I had a feeling. See, 
yeah, okay. I, I'm okay with that. I mean, we'll probably have different reasons, um, mm-hmm. potentially. But beforehand, Aoife, just onto you, um, mm-hmm. any other characters you had there? Um, I had, there's a character in the new Netflix uh, She-Ra series who is non-binary. And oh, cool. they are yeah. great. And it's just like a part of their character. I mean, if we're talking about representation, you kind of pretty much got to bring up uh, Steven Universe, which has like 10,000 different characters of different, like everything. It's great. Um, I also wrote down Marceline and Princess Bubblegum because obviously I'm a lesbian and I'm mostly goth and my <laughs> girlfriend's a femme. So obviously we've discussed the concept of cosplaying that. That's how that works. That's just the facts. Do it. Do it. Um what else I, those are the ones i have written down but i had more in mind and now i can't remember them well i'll um, tell you what I'll, I'll move on for a moment and if they come to you then let me know and then we'll come back to you okay but um thanks for your uh input so far i might actually come mm-hmm. to Faye before i go to you eliza so Faye, positive representation what have you got for us uh okay so i've got two to mention i could first of all i couldn't put any ace people at all like at all i couldn't put any like I really stretched it with data, but it's like, wait, but he's like a robot, he's like an android. What does that even count? Oh yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, ha- I actually, yeah, I've seen this, but I haven't watched it properly. It, it but is, I think I will it now. It's so good. I fucking love it. My partner and I, we watched it because um, Billy Porter was in Kinky Boots, and mm-hmm. he really likes Kinky Kinky Boots. And so I was like, oh, this is a guy who's in Kinky Boots. Let's watch the show. And then I watched like literally the first five minutes where they rob a jewelry store to steal clothes. Every character that is trans is played by a trans person in it. Oh it is God. amazing. That's amazing. We did it. We, we got yeah, it. That is. That's brilliant. Um, it's on Netflix. We're not a jewelry store. I think it was a national museum. They steal clothes to bring to the runway to win a ballroom. Uh, <laughs> thing and i was just like this is amazing and i love it so fucking much it is so good well yeah that's definitely something for maybe the listeners to check out as well so it's pose and it's on netflix so i'm actually going to jot that down for myself uh, just you know any positive representation or was hold your only um selection there um i have a big list actually yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Um, oh, keep them rolling, by I all mean, means. I mean, no one has mentioned Corinna Sami. Oh, yeah, I was going to. I was like, I was like, that would be, yeah, that's an obvious yeah. one, yeah. Um, Pam Povey in uh, Archer. Mm-hmm. She is, um, I, I would, I would almost put it as pansexual because she's essentially like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, same with uh, the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. TV show. Um, there is a couple, Laszlo and Nadia, and they've both um, basically been like, I've had relationships with men, I've had relationships with women, I've had relationships with, fit, like, because uh, they're vampires, they're like, I've had mm. relationships with werewolves, we don't care, we love, we love. And it's kind of like, mm. kind mm. of nice. It's just mentioned. And it's just like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the actual film today. It's absolutely hilarious. So do check that out as well if you haven't seen it. Yeah, wh- what else have you got, Eliza? Because I'd say you have a few more. Oh, good. So yeah. in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, her cousin, Ambrose Spellman, is openly pansexual. Ooh. And oh, cool. her friend, oh, um, Theo, and is played by a non-binary person as well. 
yeah. Yeah, that yeah, it's 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 always good to know that the people that are actually playing them are, you know, in that yeah. situation themselves so that they can accurately I represent believe, what it is they represent. I believe I remember um reading base they were like the character is actually being played and I was like, Well, well done, that shouldn't be named. Then we have in Marvel, it's not explicitly mm-hmm. stated in film yet, but Taika Waititi has said. I believe she has come out as bisexual herself. My girl Valkyrie. My girl Valkyrie. <sighs> I love her so much. And um, and then I know we said TV and film, but technically he has been on TV, but it hasn't been done in the show. But it is explicit in the comics. Uh, John Constantine. Oh. He is in um, The Legend of Tomorrow, I believe, is the TV show on the CW. Okay. Um, but John Constantine is from the Hellblazer comics, and he is pansexual. Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big Interesting. List. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, it's a good list. It's a great list. Um, plenty of diversity on there. Um, I suppose I'll probably just finish with myself then, with regards to I also chose Captain Holt as mm-hmm. Eliza previously mentioned. Um. And I mean, yeah, for similar reasons. Played by Andre, I think it's Brower is a second name. Um, Brower? Brower, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've only ever seen it written it down. Uh, written down. Um, but, you know, what it is that I love about Captain Holt is just the deadpan sort of emotionless expressions that come out. You know, if you can picture him saying things like, you know, I've never been happier. I'm devastated. It's always the same, that kind of monotone voice. But it's just, it's just so amazing for me. He's such a prominent... Uh, character but also just incredibly like you know there's affection there towards the the crew it's also um, great to have a gay uh, a gay man not be an effeminate yeah an effeminate yeah gay yeah, man. yeah, yeah just definitely a person exactly and again his orientation doesn't define him um i think as well what i love about his character is that he always adjusts his leadership mm-hmm. style when it comes to different characters so say for example jake you know, bounces into the office and he'll, you know, he'll react in a different way to say if Amy comes in where he might take a more relaxed approach or a, a kind of, um, you know, if Terry comes in, I think there might be like, I wouldn't say like more respect, but just sort of more appreciation um, in some aspects. Mm. Sorry, what were we He's saying? He's an Eliza? actual character. He has dimensions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think of him as like, the base to the acid and not that i'm calling jake peralta acidic but i'm just saying that you know like they are two literally uh opposites in a way but then you know there is aspects to call the halt like that'll just be like so random he'll he'll celebrate in moments um i remember i think there was one episode he was trying to guess why amy was late yes. yeah. and um oh. he got it right and Pop what did he say um that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's so out of the blue, but I think that's what makes it even like, better. I, um, I was going to bring up the time where um, Jake was trying to prank him and everyone started complaining every time he tried something. So his big prank was he moved his like podium like half an inch to the left or something. And um, yeah, when, when Holt came in, the sheer like amount of just like him yelling and laughing and screaming, how did you get this? Like, how did you do this? It's just there's yeah. something. Ah, uh, he's so yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're right. I I think that personally for me um, is what makes Brooklyn Nine Nine such a, a brilliant show. And um, 
yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion on it. Um, I think a lot of people hopefully might agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good to see we've, we've, we've picked up quite a diversity and we've picked a quite diverse range, I should say, of characters. Can I actually um, ask a question that came up while I was trying to formate this list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot. Brokeback Mountain. Hmm. Both Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger's characters, I don't remember their goddamn names, Mm-hmm. They both have wives or girlfriends. Yeah. Are they yeah. gay, but during the time, because of the circumstances, they can't be gay, and thus they got wives? Because I know that's a common actual thing that happens. I know someone mm-hmm. who has done that. And mm-hmm. Or are they bisexual? That's an interesting thing. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. It's a while since I've watched the film. Could it could it be argued that they're like maybe not open about their sexuality? Yeah. I would I would imagine. Um, so it's it potentially, yeah. But you could be onto yeah. something there. Yeah, they you do could be talk onto something about there. like their feelings towards their wives, girlfriends, and all this. Mm. What? As yeah. like with say uh, most recently, Philip Schofield, he has wife and kids. He's come in as a gay man. Yeah. And some mm-hmm. people have to do that. Yeah. Like um my own my own dad did that. Oh. Yeah. Um and like that is a common thing. But I wonder I'd love to talk to the person who wrote the book that the film is based on and ask them, like, was it just they were struggling with their because of the time they couldn't actually be out as gay men or were was it something else yeah that would be a very interesting conversation um i i agree with you there um well i'm not sure if i I think we've probably um covered everything we wanted to talk about unless anyone has anything else they'd like to add or any other characters you felt you might have missed well i know a lot of people uh i know a lot of people see characters like see a few lines and stuff that occur and they're like is that Mm. like representation I don't ever have those moments, but on season one, episode 16 of Sailor Moon, there's a bit where, uh, is it, is, I think Mercury's introduced after that point. Uh, so she is, yeah, because Nephrite's in. So it's Mercury's talking all, and they're like talking in a little circle about like, how oh, how great it is to like get married. It's every girl's dream. And then Mercury's like, uh, no, I just never really wanted to get married. And they're like, what? And then one girl's like, we can't help how we're born. I'm like, is, she, yeah. you know, is this aero representation of my 1992 anime? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Characters that are like that, like, oh, they're definitely this, they're definitely that. Um, Like, headcanons are so much fun. But, like, it's always so nice to just have actual creators be like, this character is, here it is. That's, that's actually reminded me of two things. Yeah two like areas very similar areas um the adventure zone as a podcast is rife with their representation Mm. uh oh yeah with the creators um themselves even like making mistakes along the way but learning from them like when they the first characters they introduced um were were in a past couple and they're two women and the characters ended up dying but then when the when the creators learned about the uh the whole the whole bury your gaze trope they were like oh no we gotta get these we gotta get them back we have we have to and then included more like 
uh, uh, more characters alongside it. Also, another D&D podcast. Well, this is, one isn't a podcast, but Critical Role is also full of characters, including like the main cast. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like even the gods of their universe. Two of them are lesbians and one of them's gender fluid. And that's sick as hell. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that that does remind me of our, our RPG um, podcast a while back. And we spoke about yeah. how important it is and how great it is that there's so much diversity um, readily on hand with, with regard to um, role-playing games. There's no limitations at all. And I think that yeah. is fantastic. You hit the nail on the head considering there. Considering you were just um, talking about how in Critical Role, they're gods, gender fluid, lesbians. That is mm. something that I also want to talk about is in uh, for another part for another podcast episode is the fact that so many like paganistic pantheons have gender non-binary yeah. lesbian gay just mm-hmm. um so many different things and then uh, thank you Christianity for uh, just smothering all of these really nice kind of representations yeah. that were existing of like gods mm. because like gods are in a lot of other uh, religions like uh, Hellenic and um, Norse they're they're people but they're gods and so yeah. you can well, that yeah and also um, we're getting critical role I just wanted to say that I only realized this now but it's specifically the goddesses of nature and uh nature and civilization that are lesbians for each other and i think that's a very nice parallel (laughs) in fact that might be uh the perfect way to conclude unless anything else uh anything um if there isn't anything we haven't already covered um we might leave it there uh listen guys thanks so much for coming on uh we hope you've enjoyed the episode please do share it around uh we're on social media platforms now we're available on uh, twitter and uh lgbt unoya both Twitter and Instagram, so that so that name should work for both. Um, and obviously, we're still posting the podcast onto Anchor. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, guys, as always, for joining me. And um, yeah, we'll catch you sometime in the near future. Thanks very much. Peace. See you soon. Oh, <laughs> we should just leave. We'll leave. We'll leave all that in. That was nice. Yeah, be gay to time.